What's up, guys? It's episode 298. Welcome back to the show. Okay, happy November. Um, what? <laughs> Hi, happy November, happy Halloween, happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas. It's the the year is over. At this point, it's like 2022 is what? 2 months away. What just happened? I don't know. Um, I actually googled before the show how many days ago it how many days ago was March 1st, 2020? And on howlongago.com, it says, March 1st, 2020 was one year, eight months, and three days ago. There's your little trivia fact for the day. Um, anyway, guys, oh my God. Hi, it's Jacqueline. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. We're going to talk about Halloween today. We're going to talk about, um, what else did I, I have a list. God damn it. I wish I had it off the top of my head. Does Joe Rogan introduce himself? Like, hi, it's Joe. Welcome back to the Joe Rogan experience. Like, no, he doesn't. I don't know why I just did that. Um, Halloween night recap, Fiesta Island, Invasion, Alec Baldwin, Africa Black, Shiba Inu, Meta, Baked Cookies, and BuzzFeed. <laughs> I just read you my podcast idea list today, or topic list. I don't know what to start with. Um, I guess it was just Halloween, so I'm going to recap my night. And yeah, let's get into it. Basically, okay, first of all, this, this is such a mess or, ah, okay. I, it's Thursday. Okay. It's not Sunday when I should be recording this. Cause I throw, I throw up an episode now once a week, every Sunday it's Thursday. So last week, Halloween night's kind of a blur. I'll just tell you this. I'll tell you this. Didn't dress up. Uh, I went out to a, it's called Mavericks in Pacific beach. I went out to this little, what do you call it? outdoor it's like a day club by day and a nightclub by night <laughs> went out for a few drinks and yeah um that's all I did for Halloween I actually still have two pumpkins in my car I didn't carve I picked them up at Trader Joe's and they're just still in my car so I didn't really have a festive things oh my god I didn't have I didn't have a very festive Halloween. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. And the and the story I want to tell about my Halloween night is that um, while we were at uh, Mavericks in Pacific Beach, there was a point in the night where we wanted to go into the dance floor dance floor nightclub area. <laughs> what did I say? A beach club by day, a day. A nightclub by night I don't know um 
there's a point in the night where we wanted to go dance on the dance floor, right? So on one on one side of the the place like the front end, the front end of the place. The back end was like but be- be- behind a wall where you dance or what am I trying to say? It's like a separate room, okay? You had to wait in line to get into it. So I don't wait in lines, especially in nightclubs, right? Or bars. Like I go to the front and I just walk through, okay? I don't understand lines, never have, never will. I don't wait in lines when it comes to uh, turning up in the club and dancing and having a good night. It's, it's inefficient. It's a waste of time and there's better ways to do it. So what did I do? I noticed over by the bathroom door um, in this Mavericks <laughs> club place. I don't know. I honestly used to go to it a lot. I don't even know what it's called. Let me just tell you right now. Mavericks Pacific Beach. Mavericks <laughs> Pacific Beach. Beach. I'm in San Diego, by the way. If you're listening, you're like, where is she at? Um, Maver- Mavericks Beach Club. Lively watering hole with a beachy vibe. Features an expansive patio, TV sports, TV sports, and a bar bites menu. That's the Google description. It's cute. It's it's a nice spot. Um, go to Mavericks sd.com for more information okay so I noticed over by the bathroom uh, at this place that the exit to the dance floor was next to the bathroom so I made note of that because I knew that was my entrance okay Uh, later on when we decided we wanted to go on this dance floor I waltzed over to that exit Okay, I dragged my boyfriend with me and I told that bouncer guy at the door, the security guard, I said, look, he's leaving back to New York City tomorrow and this is the last night we're going to be together and we just want to have a good night and we don't want to wait in line. Can you let us in? He goes, sure, walk right. And I walked right in with him just like that. Okay, this is so that was a success. That was easy. That was like a no brainer. Just ask the guy at the exit door if we can go in that way and it worked. So that was successful. That was great. I had high hopes to enjoy myself on the dance floor, dance, woo you know, have fun. There was like fog machines going off or whatever those, you know, like during songs, there's like and smoke everywhere. Yeah, it was like one of those places. Um, so anyways, yeah, I was like, if I was feeling good. I was like, you know, ready to let loose. And then like 10 minutes into dancing this is really this is the story I want to tell because there's actually something deeper that goes along with it that I need to unpack on today's episode um about 10 minutes into this dancing party uh, we were just in a group of a ton of people drunk and honestly people were doing I, I and I, I think this is what started it I was really disturbed by the cocaine I was seeing um on the dance floor and the people just nonchalantly doing it and something about that I think started my mind it it, it started a down a downward spiral for me where I was just like I cannot be around these people (laughs) basically and I was just so like put off by it I guess which is not typically me normally I'm just like whatever I don't it's your life I'm not bothered like I, I don't care just you know don't recruit me don't try to shove it up my nose right Anyways, um, 
yeah, like 10 minutes in, I snapped into this mode where I was like, I couldn't, I felt like I was being, I was, okay, I'm dancing, I'm having a good time, whatever, the music's playing, and I started to notice that I was being fake, or I was trying to fake having, I was faking my fun, I was faking my dancing, I wasn't really enjoying it, and I, I can't, and I'm like, wait a minute, how many other people around me are doing the same thing right now? They're just trying to look like they're having fun. Maybe they are actually having fun, but maybe they're, maybe they're like me and they're just like going, they're just like moving their body and just like, you know, flinging around just to like fit in to look like they're having fun. So that I started like overthinking that. And then I was like, I just can't, I, I can't dance right now. I'm not actually enjoying this. This is loud. It's crowded. It's sweaty. It's hot. It's not, I'm not actually having fun. Okay. And maybe I needed more alcohol in my body. Like maybe I should have taken six shots and gone in there. I don't know. I didn't do that. Okay. I think I had maybe a couple drinks at that point. So I had to get myself out of there. I got out of there and and, um, my boyfriend, well, he actually was like, Hey, are you good? Like what's going on? Just, so we left the dance floor um, through the exit, through the entrance, through my entrance, most people's exit. (laughs) And I told him, I was like, wait, I think I wrote some notes down on my phone right now. Um, wait, I'm getting a text about. Oh, okay. I wrote, I can't fake having fun. I enjoy watching people. I don't have to participate just to fit in the crowd. That's what I wrote. Yeah, like it's Halloween, right? Everyone's in a cool costume. And I found myself after we left the dance floor, enjoying people watching and watching these drunk, um, what were the outfits? Drunk, <laughs> trying to think of, Shiba Inus, what the fuck were people dressed up as? A lot of people were in like a Squid Game outfit, which I still haven't watched. I still haven't watched that show. So watching all these drunk clowns dressed up in their Halloween outfits. And I was having fun watching that and just like, taking it all in and being really present it was like it was the weirdest I've literally never done I haven't okay first of all I've been cooped up if you can't tell okay I didn't party every weekend and go out in 2020 like most people right so now I'm back in that environment it's just it's just like it used to be and I find myself in the dance floor or in the club on the dance floor and I'm like I'm not this isn't actually fun and I had that realization and then I was like, you know what? I just want to like sit back and watch the, the movie of people acting a fool in their costumes. And it was, and I told my boyfriend that I'm like, I just want to sit here and do that. I don't want to dance. And that's fun for me. And actually at one point, this guy in front of me, he was a dickhead. That was his costume. I saw a couple of those, um, throughout the night. It's like a costume where they have like a dick prosthetic I don't know that's like not appropriate to say sorry mom it's like strapped on their forehead okay and I forget what the the, the, there's like a jacket that went with it and this guy who's kind of a older guy like I'd put him at like 40 something really tiny and scrawny he was trying to strap his dick back his this there's no easy way to tell it or no Nothing I'm going to say is going to sound like appropriate. He was trying to strap it back on his head because the, the strap broke. So 
you know, I sat there for like five minutes with him and I was like helping him put the strap back on or loop it through. Anyways, so we did that. Honestly, like after that, we left. Um, we we left it past midnight. I think we were there till like 1230. But yeah, that was my experience on Halloween night. I had fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I had fun, but I, I had a moment of, wow, like I'm it's crazy because my younger self totally would do that. I would fake having fun just to fit in. And I remember being in Vegas actually. And it was my first time being in a nightclub. I was at Omnia with my two girlfriends. And I remember thinking, okay, I, I, this is like what I've seen people do online, like on social media, like Instagram. And that's when Instagram is pretty new. People would still like post their stories of, you know, uh, being in a club and dancing. So I was like, Oh my God, this is like, I'm doing it. Like, this is what people do. I'm here. And then I remember, um, going by the DJ, like as close as possible. Cause like, I thought that was like what we're, what the cool thing to do was, of course, you gotta be literally up the DJ's ass to be, <laughs> to look relevant these days. <laughs> in a fucking nightclub so I remember like getting as close as possible and I was just like dancing and blah, blah. but I, was, I felt like I was acting I was putting on a performance I was like not it wasn't like an authentic I wasn't I was in my head about it and I don't know if this is just the way I am but I wish I was a more carefree bird like when I okay don't get me wrong I have my moments where I can be completely fully in, immersed in the music and the dancing and then you know I'm having a couple drinks and everything's fun and um, I have like, I, yes, I, I'm most, I'd say mostly like that, especially if I'm in a more intimate environment where I'm around people that I really like being around and not just like a bunch of strangers. But, um, yeah, anyways, that, that was like my first nightclub experience and I still, and I was like fake enjoying myself or fake. Yeah. So, to, so on Halloween night, my point of saying this is, you know, years later, a few years later in my 20s, I had a realization where I was like, am I going on? Is this too long of a story? I feel like I'm repeating myself. But yeah, that was Halloween. Um, sorry, I'm thirsty. What else can I talk about? Shiba Inu, Alec Baldwin. Oh, let's do a quick story about my dog because obviously I'm going to talk about Jimmy. Uh, if you're new to the, new to, new to the show, I have a golden, golden, <laughs> honestly, it's like my identity now. It's like Jimmy and me are one person. It's like one, we're like a unit. All I post on Instagram is my dog. All I ever talk about with people is my dog. I'm that person now. And I know that about myself and I don't care. Like I have, a, I, it is what it is. Okay. I love my dog, but the story I have for you today is uh, about Fiesta Island. Okay. It sounds fun, right? This island is in the middle of Mission Bay here in San Diego, and there's a dog park on it. And so my new find for Jimmy is Fiesta Island dog park, and he can run forever. He can have, it's all fenced in. It's like, I don't know. I don't know how, you know, I should look it up. How interesting is this going to be for people though? Fiesta Island dog park. It's all fenced and it's huge. And so he can run on the beach forever and I don't have to worry about him like running away and getting loose or it's all enclosed. And 
anyways, I took him there, um, Saturday and Sunday. Dogs can roam without a leash in this large fenced space on a peninsula with meadows and a beach. Yeah, he loves it. And the cool thing, it's like dog paradise, honestly, because obviously there's a, there's dog beaches here in San Diego, but they're smaller and there's a mixture of people with dogs and just regular people going to the beach. And it's not always, I, I like this Fiesta Island thing a lot better for him. And especially because here's the deal. I felt really sad when he came home from Washington because um, he was with my mom for two months, September, October. I felt sad because he was on farmland running free in the fields every single day with my mom and my, um, yeah. And, and he, then he, then he comes back to my little apartment here in the city and it's just a lot of sidewalks and just a lot of him on a leash. <laughs> so I'm like, Jacqueline, you have to figure out something. There's gotta be something here in San Diego that would be a better, because I can go to the dog parks also in the city here, which they're also, they're like small too. So I actually, speaking of the dog park, I was at, um, I ran into a couple early in the morning with him and they're like, have you ever taken him to Fiesta Island? I'm like, no, I didn't even know about it. So yeah, that's the story. Uh, Jimmy is now an Island boy. He's out on that Fiesta Island. He's in those waves. He's running with other dogs all like it's so amazing because there's like herds of dogs everywhere on this island it's everybody i i just i found a i found the gold mine 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 found the gold mine for um dogs in san diego like everyone on the weekend is taking their dogs there so there's these packs they're running and these they're, it's so good it's so nice to see and i just know he's living his best life he's having so much fun and yeah so and he, I think I, I, if you guys follow my Instagram, I post, um, obviously I'm constantly posting videos of him, but the way he runs in the water is so funny. It's like a worm. Like he it just, it's probably on one of my highlights. Um, anyways, so, okay. Two stories down. We did Halloween night, Fiesta Island dog park for Jimmy. Um, I watched Invasion. Is that what it's called? invasion television series i watched like what was it the fourth episode it's so good and i realized why i like it um invasion show right is that what it's called apple tv is an American science fiction television television series created by Simon Kindberg and David Wheel. Premiered on Apple TV on October twenty second, two thousand twenty one. This is a new show. Okay, we like we like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot. Um, sorry, I'm scrolling here. The reason I like it is because there's multiple uh, settings and storylines happening throughout the episode and you're and and they flip back and forth like the whole episode you're going from like one part of the world to a different part of the world to a different part of the world to, and then and then once something crazy starts happening they flip it to the next one and then you're like well what just happened to the last scene and then well so the reason i like i figured out the reason i like it is because your brain is constantly it's like perfect for 
our short attention span brains now that we all have because of our phones and this is just like what common knowledge now that we're all pretty much I hate when people are like I'm so ADD I'm so ADHD I'm, I'm I can't focus on anything because my phone's making me so scatterbrained blah, blah blah it's like okay whatever that is we all have I don't want to label it or fucking self-diagnose myself but I feel like this show is perfect for us because of that because of that and uh I guess it's about like an alien invasion but this last episode only had I guess people are pissed. There's a lot of reviews about the show so far. And uh, I think it took four episodes for an alien to finally show up. And the one that did like, flew by in like a half a second. You knew it was an alien, but like you never really saw it. So, yeah, I'm kind of hooked. I, 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 I started on episode four. Um, I'm watching it with some people boyfriend boyfriend I hate talking I'm not gonna be that person who's like my boyfriend and I are watching this show together we're actually also on season what is it five of billions it's taking us like months to finish it but yeah that's kind of our show and then we've been watching a lot of like home improvement renovation shows and like house hunters and all we do all day is look at Zillow and look at houses (laughs) and all over like all over the country like different states yeah I guess this is what this is what happens when you like early 20s Jacqueline wasn't really concerned about my future house someday and now I'm just like obsessed with it like I just want to build a life and create a future for myself that's like a little like magical storybook fairy tale where I have like a beautiful house and I have Jimmy in my house and I have this family and I'm like cooking breakfast for my kids and I'm sending them off to school and I have a fucking suburban and I'm going through the car line at the school drop them off and I go to Pilates at 10 and I'm a stay-at-home wife no I'm kidding I actually um just had a great conversation with um a co-worker about my future and I'm like I guess it's because I watched my mom work throughout my whole childhood like all I know is a woman working <laughs> and working as an executive as a top level executive at her company like that's what I was shown growing up and so I joke I'm like oh I want to be like a little housewife a little stay-at-home mom but I can't really actually see myself doing that I really like the idea of um because obviously I work um for a PR company if it's not already out there. it's like maybe you guys know that maybe you don't but that's my day job PR um but I really like how I feel when I'm working every day and I'm like actually part of something that's not just a self-absorbed, self-obsessed podcast. And then like, like I, I, I was actually telling him, I was like, I can't just do this. Like, I can't see myself just podcasting. The only way I could see myself just podcasting if, is if I did it eight hours if I worked for if I for, did 40 hours on a microphone every week and made it feel like a full-time job people dream about that they're like I don't want to I don't want the nine to five I don't want to work a traditional job I just want to like make my millions and live on a yacht in Italy it's like I don't I need to like do something every day I need to work I need to fe- honestly and even when it sucks and it's mundane and it's boring I kind of like it 
because everything else that's sweet it makes things that it makes things sweeter is this am i programmed am i being am i a product of <sighs> am i just a factory worker at this point have i been brainwashed this is that having a career and being a professional working wo- woman in the world is the is the best thing to do i don't know it may it may it works for me i like it okay i'm holding down a job for as long as possible um i'm buying shiba inu on the side actually we'll talk about that later in the show and i'm you know what it is as long as i can i've been saying this for the last year since i started podcasting but like finding this passion of mine to talk on a microphone and share my self um super vulnerably vulnerable fuck vulnerable vulnerably vulnerably jimmy's looking at me like get it right vulnerable vulnerable vulnerably vulnerably um and yeah like getting what did i say like finding this this is this has become my passion this is like i i'll it's my creative outlet. It's my hobby. Like I finally have a hobby. It's like, whoa, what do I do? Oh, what, 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 what do you like to do for fun? I like to podcast. Okay. So I found that thing. So it feels good. I guess what I'm saying is it's like nice to have a quote unquote regular job and then also have something you're super passionate about on the side. Does that make sense? Like it would suck. Oh, not only quote unquote regular job, regular job I love like that plus some like a hobby you love perfect match and i and i'm i feel very blessed and very lucky to to have that um but yeah i guess what am, where was i at oh i was on invasion talking about the tv show um speaking of going on zillow with my boyfriend i get a text about fucking real estate in south carolina is so cheap He's probably on Zillow right now. <laughs> um, okay. Where's my note? I baked cookies. Oh, yeah. Um, the other night, I was like, I got butter. I got butter I need to use up. And, okay, wait. I'm, I wanted to make, I made a pumpkin roll. A couple weeks ago so I needed to buy flour sugar like baking ingredients because I didn't have anything other than like almond flour and gluten-free flour and coconut flour and um maple like 100% pure maple syrup and coconut sugar and monk fruit sweetener I only had like the healthified versions of flour and sugar and all those other baking ingredients so I wanted to make an actual legit pumpkin roll with cream cheese frosting and so I bought a bunch of baking stuff and yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, so I, I had butter left over. So I was like, oh, I want to bake cookies. So I made oatmeal, oatmeal, chocolate chip cookies. And that was, they were great. And that's my update. Okay. I baked. Okay. I baked cookies and I baked like a full batch and then I had leftover cookie dough. And so I had like two and gave away the rest. And then the next day throughout my work day I was just like going to the fridge with my claws 
and I was eating raw cookie dough all day and I ate all of it. There was probably like enough for five cookies in that bowl and I ate all of it. It's kind of like all I ate that day. Um, I had intention. I had like intentions to, I had an intention to, I'm, I'm zoning out. I'm staring at the freeway right now. Yeah, I know. That's my view. Okay. If you're wondering where I live, I, I can see the freeway from where I live. I can also see, this is probably not uh, safe to disclose my vantage point to the audience, but look, I'm looking at airplanes right now and I'm looking at the freeway. I live in San Diego. Might as well drop a pin. Um, it's a big city. I'm okay. Uh, I had, I, I had, I set an intention that day to bake the cookie dough and I ate it instead. Okay, moving on. Sorry. Mm. Let me tell you about, let me tell you this about working from home. <sighs> Every day, around 5 p.m. I look out my window at Interstate 5. And I look at traffic. And I go, wow. I'm blessed. I'm blessed to not have to be in my car commuting on the freeway, driving home. But then again, it's like, hey, those people probably have a fun work environment. They're around a bunch of coworkers all day. They're, you know, shooting the shit by the water cooler or whatever. It's not Joe, Joe Rogan's thing. He always talks about, like, water cooler talk and how he could never I don't know anyways um yeah like you always think you have maybe sometimes I'm like oh I have it better but then also I'm jealous of that because sometimes I miss that typical work environment but I can work anywhere in the world I can fly somewhere and park my laptop down and I can I have so much freedom and flexibility and the best part is that I don't have to leave my dog all day while I'm at work and that makes me feel good about like that's honestly the only reason I got Jimmy is because um I work from home so I don't know how people do it with like a big dog in an apartment all day and they just leave and uh, I guess that's what happens um I'm just picking at skin on my finger guys I need to finish this episode what time is it okay uh baked cookies oh Trader Joe's has this new 85% dark chocolate from Uganda and that's what I put into the cookies is the chocolate chips because I didn't have chocolate chips and let me tell you that is the best one they've come out with in a while it's from Uganda it's 85% dark chocolate it's like probably a $2.99 maybe less it's probably $1.99 and it's so good usually I get the um there's another another 85% one uh but anyways shout out Trader Joe's I need to go there uh, actually today Facebook changed his name to its name to meta what's my opinion on it uh, hey Jacqueline what's your opinion about Facebook it's still gonna be Facebook but the it's kind of like when Google right people are saying it's like when Google changed to alphabet what do I think about it? I'm not a Facebook user. I'm not a heavy Facebook user. I don't really care about Facebook. Um, Facebook owns Instagram. I realize that I am a heavy Instagram user. Am I saying that right? Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
Fact, shit, I don't want to say something and sound like an idiot. I know that. I, Jacqueline, be confident. You know that Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah, it's like, and WhatsApp. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Top five companies owned by Facebook in parentheses meta. This is already updated on Investopedia. <sighs> Instagram, Anavo, Onavo, Beluga. Oculus VR. Cool. Um, here's the deal. I don't really know how I feel about the metaverse or the fact, or I don't want to call it a fact, but it's starting to feel like a fact of life that we're going to be living in a virtual reality someday. It's going to be a big going to be a big lifestyle change from where we are now at some point in the future it's starting to feel like a fact even though a big part of me thinks we need to pump the brakes as a society and I just I just I don't think it's the best it's easy for me to say It would be like, so me saying this about the virtual world and the metaverse and how it's going to be the future someday, like, or in how, like, just me saying this and being, like, hesitant is kind of like, I'm sure that's like someone literally sitting on a horse-drawn carriage bitching about Model Ts and being like, no, that's not best way to go like horse and (laughs) horse drawn carriages are better than like a a car an automobile like I don't know why that's my my comparison in my head right now or the analogy I'm trying to draw what am I trying to do right now I'm trying to paint a picture but it is and here's the deal that's life like things evolve things change Especially now, the the acceleration of technology is making everything seem like it's going 10 times faster um, than it did when I was younger. Like, even now, like, things move fast with technology when I was younger, but now it's like, you blink, and there's an iPhone 13. Like, what just happened with, like, what? So, I struggle to imagine... the future where a lot of things are virtual and digital and we're like using VR glasses to like check our emails or I don't know like uh, like it's I don't know what it's gonna happen like eventually things are gonna evolve but my take on it is kind of like eh. I don't know how much more my brain can handle to be honest like it's kind of gotten to the point now and I'm not proud to admit this. Not proud to admit this. I don't know if you can relate to me right now. I know about phone addiction, right? I know about uh, how it's not great for our brains before bed and being on your phone for five hours a day is unhealthy, like technically not a good thing to do and it takes you out of the present moment and it's messing with your mental health and blah, blah, blah. Like, listen. I know that shit. I know it. I keep hearing about it, right? 
this is going to sound weak. Okay. I'm admitting this about myself, but like, it's gone to the point where I'm just like, don't care. Just like, this is life now. I like an iPhone in your hand all the time. It's okay. I don't know if you can relate to this one. It's starting to feel like another limb. Like it's starting to just like, for example, I'm at Fiesta Island with Jimmy, right? He's running on the beach. I have my phone. I'm taking pictures of him the whole time. At the same time I'm posting on Instagram, you know, the, the story of him on the beach. It's just like, I'm flowing. It doesn't even take time. I'm just like doing it. Okay. It's like, oh, you're at a coffee shop and you sit down with your little cappuccino. It's like snap a pic, post on your story. I don't even think about it. Okay. It's just like a way of life. It's a lifestyle. So instead of fighting it and being like, oh, it's bad for my mental health. It's, it's like sucking my life away and blah, blah. It's like, I just feel it's, it's just starting to feel like another limb. Okay. And I, and I, I'm just flowing with it. I don't need to do. Yes. (laughs) This is where I'm like insecure a little bit about myself. Like, I can just imagine someone listening right now being like, just by the way you're talking, I can tell you need a cleanse off like from your phone and a social media detox and you need to reduce your screen time and put your devices down and meditate and like, I get it. I know the way I am and I accept myself and I'm, I'm starting to realize, okay, I'm approaching 30. I'm like, I don't think we're going to go away from this phone thing in our hand all day for a while and I can't imagine myself like yeah maybe when I have a kid or whatever I'm gonna be more occupied but it's also for work like I'm using my phone all day for work I'm one of those people so what do you do don't fight it feel it okay feel it feel your phone in your hand right now okay hold it thank your phone thank you phone thank you for being (sighs) it's like one time in high school, I had to take a test, a stats test, and I took a picture of my calculator and I tweeted a picture of it. And the caption I put, or the tweet I went, that went with the calculator was, I hate you, but I love you. I don't want you, but I need you. Okay. And that's how I feel about my iPhone right now. <laughs> I fucking hated math. I hated my calculator. I didn't want my calculator, but I needed it. And I loved it because it hel- it solved my problems. Okay. Same goes for my fucking iPhone. And that was, was that deep? Was that philosophical? I don't know. That, is that why you tune in for those golden nuggets of information and wisdom from me? Maybe put that in a quote, put that, print that out and frame it, put it on a t-shirt. You know, what's hilarious. Am I still recording? Uh, I got to laugh. You guys want to laugh with me right now? What, what subject was I even on? Oh, the metaverse Facebook. So when I first came out with my show a year ago, I set out on September 4th, 2020 to podcast seven days a week for a year, every single day for a year. Right. I made it till June, 300 episodes about, and early on I talked about merch I was like, I'm coming out with merch in month two. Like I got, I was really hot and heavy in the beginning with the show. I was very cocky and I had to be, I had to feel, I was in such a low place mentally. I was so down in the dumps in 2020 depressed. I had a really rough time. I was one of those people. And, um, one of those people, why do we keep saying that? And I had to, it, it was, 
I had to like fake confidence and just like be, I do I like overcompensate for how I was how low I was feeling by being really obnoxiously confident and arrogant and cocky about my show and like I'm going to the top charts with this thing and I'm gonna start selling merch and blah blah like I even came out with a Patreon like excuse me I came out with a Patreon right away I actually started making so the most I well should I even tell anyone how much I made on Patreon I was pretty proud of myself for like not even promoting my show <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. Um, I, had a, I had a handful of Patreon, patrons. I still, I don't know if I still do. It's Patreon. It's patreon.com. If you're curious, it's still live. I don't update it. So it's like, what's the point of subscribing? If you're, It's honestly like a, hey, I support you and your podcasting journey, but I'm not going to give you any content on Patreon for a minute. Um, I should. Maybe, you know, I do have a new content schedule kind of in the works. I'm finally starting to realize that I need to make a schedule for my content. So perhaps I will do that or I'll all include Patreon content on there. Um, that would probably, it, I would, I would promote it more if I had more, um, if I had exciting new stuff for you guys every week. It's, it, I don't even think I finished the, the Patreon. It's Patreon, patreon.com slash T-J-M-S, which stands for the Jacqueline Monroe Show, obviously. Patreon.com slash T-J-M-S. Go check it out. Um, there's like five subscri- or three subscription op- options starting at $5. And, you know, I support I, I support other shows. Shout out uh, Daddy Issues Podcast. I, I don't listen to every episode. I just like what they're doing over there. And I throw $5 at them every month just to, like, support because uh, I, I really think what the conversations they're having are important and they're um, entertaining and they're and they're good at what they do and I've listened to them since the beginning and yeah so it's like the same thing for me if you're just like am I trying to t- am I asking you for money right now I kind of am should I try a little harder um, if you're like hey I, I like hanging out with Jacqueline once a week on her show and sh- it's comforting and it, 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 it like helps me get through my workout or well, it helps me uh, while I'm cl- she helps me while I'm cleaning my house like get through the cleaning or wh- wherever you're listening you know maybe you, if that's if that's you and you want support throw, if you want to thank me back <laughs> what the fuck it's, 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 it's five dollars ten dollars or twenty dollars I don't know go patreon.com slash tjms I'm never doing that again uh what topic was I on? I keep doing that. Where's my note? Oh, was I on? Oh, no, 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 no. We got to laugh. Okay. So early on when I started my show, I was cocky, right? I was talking about merch and my two merch ideas, merch, 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 merch is short for merchandise. My two merch ideas were, um, thumb braces because of social media addiction, uh, and phone hammocks or beds so I was you know in my opinion I believe uh thumb braces thumb support is gonna be trendy in the next decade like we're gonna need uh it'll be part of your outfit like it'll be fashionable to wear a thumb brace that's my prediction I'm saying it now who knows what's going to happen? I also think we're, blindness is going to happen, or not blindness, but 
something's going to go on with her eyes too. Something's going to malfunction. And maybe I should come out with like screen protecting glasses, whatever. So the, 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 the when I say let's laugh together right now, I have uh, Dr. Quervin's syndrome currently. I think it's called Dr. Quer, Quer, or Quervin's. I have DeQuervin's syndrome, also known as mommy thumb, okay? This has hurt my thumb, the tendon below my thumb, right on my wrist, has hurt since March, okay? It's currently November. And to, <laughs> sorry, when I just said the, the month, I almost blacked out. Um, it's currently November. <laughs> Sunday, March 1st, Sunday, March 1st, 2020 was one year, eight months, and three days ago. Just a little reminder. There's your trivia fact again. So yeah, my, my <laughs> I just can't believe that this year is like almost basic. It's over. Uh, uh, so yeah, my thumbs hurt since March and I believe it, ha it's called mommy thumb. A lot of women who have babies get this when they're con cause they're constantly picking up their kids and grabbing them like under their armpits and they're lifting them up and they're even like toddlers, like any moms out there with young kids, um, are susceptible to this kind of injury. And I'm that, I'm also a mom to a dog and I'm, I, this is the issue. I lift him up a lot, whether it's getting him in the car, whether it's getting him up on my bed and the start of this thumb issue. I'm, and the whole point of me saying this is like, I literally have a thumb brace and it has nothing to do. Maybe it's partially due to my social media addiction, my phone, my thumb scrolling, my scrolling. What am I saying? Um, but it's mostly because, well, the first, the first day it happened, Jimmy was pulling on the leash and it like ripped my thumb, like pulled away from my wrist. And then it strained that tendon. And then it honestly happened on the, the other, it's my right hand. And then it happened on the left hand too, but the, the left hand healed. And now the right hand is just like permanently fucked. I feel like I need to get injections in there. I looked up like rehab for it. And I have to wear a brace for two weeks consistently. I've done that. It doesn't work. Um, I have to do like thumb exercises or like wrist exercises. Um, don't do them. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just kind of living with it, but thought that be, that thought that might be fun to mention because I wanted to come out with thumb braces as merch and I'm actually a user. I'm a thumb brace, a daily user. Actually, when I think of, when I remember, um, went to the doctor's last week for my yearly went great um <laughs> i wrote a note that i went to the doctors okay oh shit shiba inu so i've been seeing now you have to understand I, with stuff like this with like shiba and crypto and all these little meme coins happening, like coming out constantly. And there's so many little cryptocurrencies you can invest in, right? 
it's like easy to be hard on yourself and be like, oh, I should have, when I heard about it at first, I should have, would have, could have, right? So for me, or something you should know about me, what am I saying? During the pandemic, I kind of got really into these YouTubers that one of them, well, honestly, the main one I watch is Meet Kevin. I don't know if any, I don't know if that rang a bell to anyone out there. I watch Meet Kevin still to the, to this day, I watch his videos. He makes like five videos a day. I watch him like every single day of the week. I'm not kidding. Like Jacqueline, oh my God, are you kidding? No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> so I started watching his videos and then he was kind of in cahoots or like he would make videos about these other YouTubers that were kind of into investing and sometimes they talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and just start. So I started like slowly, but surely watching investing related videos, and crypto videos. And I even bought like an investing book. Cause I was like, you know what? I've never really been taught any of this stuff. I want to understand it better. I'm curious about, I don't want to be one of those people that's like, I don't get it. What's Bitcoin. I don't understand how the crypto coins work and what's a blockchain like I didn't want to be one of those people and I also didn't want to be illiterate when it comes to investing in stocks because I think it's such a basic fundamental uh it's so okay it's not easy what's what's the way to what's the best way to put it it's not as complicated as I feel like I thought it I thought it was like I never, and I just never really, I was just never really around people that had invested in stocks other than my, like some, my grandpa was really into it, but I never really talked to him about it. Anyway, so last year I started educating myself. I really got into, uh, I got, I caught, I got deep on YouTube and started learning about it. And yes, that's a great source. I believe that people on YouTube that are talking about stocks and crypto are credible sources and they know what they're talking about and they even show you their portfolios with their millions and like I believe like certain people it's obvious that they're um like and and here's the deal none of these people I'm watching are selling something they're not selling a course they're not selling anything like that they're not trying to get you to sign up it's like just free information and they're educate they're educators they're entertaining they're educators one of the guys I really like watching is Andre Jick um and he mixes in magic, tr- magic tricks with his videos. But he's like another, he's like a top, one of the, one of the top, I'd say, accounts on YouTube that's talking about, especially Bitcoin. Um, in fact, I really like what he is saying about, or he made a video about um, the stock to flow model, stock to flow model chart. I can't remember something like that. I think it's called stock to flow. And he basically took that model and applied it to Bitcoin. And he like explained how the patterns are similar. So Bitcoin is whatever. It's like the price is probably going to, they're, they're saying like it by the end of the year. So what we got two months, it's going to be over a hundred K. Like it's still at what 60. It's like, when's that? spike gonna happen because I'm sitting here going we got two months people are like it's gonna be at 120 with a 150 possibly 240,000 by the end of the year I'm like okay we'll see about that um you can't really ever 
predict these things. Um, there's a lot of outside factors at play too, but <sighs> anyways, why am I talking about this? Oh, Sheba. Oh, so these, these people, these people on YouTube that I've been watching over the last year have been talking about Sheba for months. I keep seeing all these titles on YouTube videos. Sheba Inu. Sheba. This is like earlier this year I'm seeing it, okay? And I didn't watch any of those videos. I was just thinking, oh, this is another Dogecoin video. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Shiba Inu is a meme cryptocurrency coin like Doge that is supposed to defeat Dogecoin or like rise above Dogecoin, right? Something like that. It's like the com Doge's competitor. It's like an evil Shiba Inu. The coin, the picture of it, uh, Shiba Inu. I actually saw Shiba Inu the other day and I was like, this is a fucking sign. Um, Shiba Inu token is a decentralized cryptocurrency created in August 2020 by an anonymous person or persons known as Roishi, Ryoshi. It has been characterized as a pump and dump fraud scheme. Okay. Anyways, I just invested when it was at like, there's how many zeros right now? Like four zeros, five zeros at point four. Zero point zero 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 four, okay. Back in early, back earlier this year, and these videos are getting put out about it, and these guys were talking about. I, it was like my point is, I wish I would have invested in like fucking February, and I didn't. So it's so typical of me. Like you're just like, oh, it's just another Dogecoin video. It's like a code name for Dogecoin. I thought the Shiba Inu was just a code word for Dogecoin. I could have been this guy that or this account that put in 8,000 last August and is now I think he, what is the value it's like f worth 5.6 billion dollars he put 8,000 into Shiba Inu <sighs> it's nuts um what am I saying oh I just put a note on my thing to talk about Shiba Inu yeah do you guys have it are you guys into crypto? Do you have Bitcoin? Do you have Dogecoin? Do you have Ethereum? I think I need to buy Ethereum. I don't have Ethereum. Is it annoying? I'm a girl. I'm talking about investing. Is that, are you triggered? Is that not cool? Do I sound like a pick me? Oh yeah. I love that. Okay. First of all, I, okay. The pick me girl thing on TikTok. I think that's where I first saw it is so true. And I think I was kind of a pick me girl in the past or like, I think I just try, I would do any, honestly, no, it wasn't that I would just do anything to make, to please people, just to make people like me. So at a party, if they were cleaning up and, um, or if they, I would just like volunteer, uh, I would like volunteer to clean the kitchen and pick things up and, I don't know. Well, why am I saying this? Sorry. I'm, so, this is okay. Oh, ooh, 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 a girl on a podcast talking about investing. I was like, who's triggered? Is that, am I being a pick me right now? Am I just one of the boys? Yeah, maybe. I don't care. It's not that sometimes in life. It's like, why do we have to label that? Why can't it just be what it is? Like some girls, 
it's only when no 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 no. i think it's the pick me girl no there's some bad one no 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 no. it's like when when they're like oh this shirt doesn't or they'll like try to call attention to like their body parts like their boobs or something or like oh like um like shoot like a girl pointing to another girl at a party being like oh my god that would never fit me because my boobs are just so big and they're saying they're like saying that in front of a guy just to like call attention to their boobs is that pick me some there's examples out there there's like podcasts about pick me girls but sometimes it's a little bit obvious and a little bit obnoxious and but other times it's like hey like for in in you know when i was saying like me cleaning up the kitchen at a party like that's just me being a good person it's not that deep it's not like oh i'm trying to impress the boys it's just like i feel like that was just a natural thing to do hey it's a mess i want to help out that's how i was raised okay i'm gonna pick me girl i'm gonna pick me girl because i talk about cryptocurrency maybe i am i don't know i'm getting a postmates notification for tanner greens tanner greens save ten dollars and don't forget the mashed potatoes bitch it's not even close to thanksgiving it's fucking excuse me it's november 4th and they're already advertising for mashed potatoes postmates sit down all right i feel like i need to wrap this up i keep saying that every topic change alec baldwin i wrote a note to talk about that um wow tragic sad horrible suspicious a little bit like the details that have come out about how I guess I I should have looked this up and so I could speak on this a little more clearly but I it sounds like whoever was in charge of that gun or someone on that set before the scene or like prior to that event where Alec Baldwin shot the woman the camera woman they were like off to the side firing off rounds of actual bullets so like that to me is a little bit what do the kids say now sus <laughs> it's a, it's just sad i don't know i feel i just i don't i think he's innocent i think it's a f- total fuck up and i don't I, I don't know i don't know i don't know what else to say like what can you say um, I guess the, sh- the movie was about the movie they were filming. I'm giving no context. Like if someone was listening to the show right now, they're like hearing about this for the first time. They're like, who's Alec Baldwin? What are you talking about? Who was shot? I don't get it. It's like they were on a movie set. And Alec Baldwin shot. Um, he pointed the gun at the camera and shot it and killed someone unintentionally. And that's what I'm talking about. And But apparently the movie was about an accidental murder. So that's a little bit interesting. And it's like wild. Um, not interesting, wild. Like, what are the chances or odds or what a coincidence? He looks like hell. Like, all these paparazzi videos are, are pictures of him coming out of the bushes, wherever he's at right now, like, out of his house, hotels. I don't know where Alec Baldwin is, to be honest, but the man has not slept. And it's, I can't even imagine what kind of. Like, I don't want to get into detail and be. And, get graphic but like I don't know what he saw but I can't I he probably it's like permanently in his brain now that visual of him shooting someone and watching them bleed out and 
I shouldn't even like I feel like I'm being insensitive even saying bleed out but it's like a soldier at war shooting someone then they have PTSD he's totally gonna I, I can't imagine him he, he probably already it's it's gonna change his life forever and it's gonna be long journey of like how do you I guess you move on eventually just time 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 heals time heals everything especially horrible things I guess that's honestly the only healer the when the worst stuff I don't want to say shit when the worst things happen in this world when the worst horrific tragic sad gory events happen sometimes the only healer is time like that's it that's all like sometimes you just have to ride the days out for years until it feels okay again and I know that after breakups like after breakups it's like you just it's a ride <laughs> ride time until you feel better anyways okay uh oh I love this account I said Africa black in the beginning because this Instagram account is so lit um her name is Africa Black. She's a writer. She's a consultant, a consultant and writer. She's at Africa Brook. Oh, did I say Africa Black? On my note? It's probably how my brain read her name, but it's Brooke. Africa Brook. Um, and she has come out with these amazing pieces of writing, these little Instagram posts. And I want to find a couple of them and read them because they are so on point and she's commenting a lot she, or she's making she, she's writing about current times and the way things are and hold on let me find it I love this one here we go I'm just going to read it move on you can let this sink in and you can think about it and whatever. Uh, here we go. The reality is that this unforgiving culture, casual dehuman dehumanization, public shaming spectacles, outwoking one another, oppression Olympics, the extremes of identity politics, binary thinking, refusal to accept diversity of thought, rebranded division tactic, tactics, etc. isn't going to magically fix itself. As fully grown autonomous adults, we all play a part in opting out of this game. Um, I was going to say something. <laughs> I was like, I'm not playing it. I can't. I agree with that. I'm like, I hate it. Um, here we go. This one I love. Africa Brooke on Instagram. Second uh, post I'm going to read here says, I am not anti-woke. Be as woke as you like. In fact, 
We need more people to be awake. That can only be a good thing. But what we are collectively seeing today is far from progressive. It's regressive and disturbing. I'm all for people wanting to create a better world. I'm all for people calling out genuine injustice. What I'm not for is extremism in any form, entitlement, denial of reality in favor of an imagined utopia, the demands to pick a side and a vision masked as progress. That's where you lose me. I think I like that one a little bit more. But she's a great writer. I love what she's putting out. She's making she's making some statements about current events and you know what? She's writing what I'm thinking. Uh a lot of us are I think are thinking. I'm sure you you might be thinking, but I just love like the, the uh division masked as progress. What I'm not for is extremism in any form, entitlement, denial of reality in favor of an imag yeah, den- I love that. Denial of reality in favor of an imagined utopia. <clears throat> denial of reality in favor of an imagined utopia. That seems to be what's going on. Like when things just didn't make sense in 2020, for example, you're like, none of this adds up. None of this makes sense. This doesn't, this is not reality. This isn't actually like the, especially, I don't want to go back in time, but uh, the other one was the line I really liked. Refusal to accept diversity of thought. Oh, yeah. Outwoking one another, oppression Olympics, the extremes of identity politics, binary thinking. Yeah, diversity of thought. Nuance is fucking dead now. Like, you, there's life is all about nuance, and. Like, let's define. What the fuck is. It? Let me just go and. Why am I even. Okay, Jacqueline. Sometimes I have to Google stuff to remember. Nuance, the subtle difference in in or shade of meaning, expression or sound. It's important in conversation. It's important to consider nuances in conversation and acknowledge that life is full of nuances and they're like black and white. Nuance in the word gray, are they are those like Dude, I'm in my own I'm like <laughs> I just got tr- something just sparked my brain. It's like the gray areas of life. The subtleties of life. Does this make any sense? Is someone out there is anyone does this does this track is anyone Africa Brooke on Instagram. Go look her up. Read her stuff. She makes sense when she she writes things very well. So, what was the one line though? Hold on, I wanted to go back to it. Binary thinking.
relating to composed of or involving two things, binary, of course. I guess, is that another way of saying like black and white thinking? Two things. Binary thinking, also known as dichotomous thinking, happens when even complex concepts, ideas, and problems are overly simplified into being one side or another. Yes, that's how my brain saw it. Okay, so yeah, things are. That's why I'm. That's why. Okay, you're like, well, why'd you say? Why were you talking about nuance and that whole bit? It's because that's, in my opinion, what's missing nuance is fucking dead especially in conversation people don't consider it it's like either think this or you think that and anything else any little other things don't they get shunned they get shut down they get squashed and anyways um let's see if i have any more things i'm gonna note her um it's gonna go on buzzfeed.com are any celebrities in hot water right now? Not Alec Baldwin, that's like a whole thing. I'm like thinking of, is there any gossip that I've heard about recently I could talk about? What's Demi Lovato doing? Um, so one thing I used to do a lot last year is um, when I podcasted, I used to do a lot of BuzzFeed quizzes so I'd go on buzzfeed.com and I'd read a quiz. Excuse me. Oh, wait. Jay-Z's on Instagram. Okay. There's your news of the day. Jay-Z joined, joined Instagram for 24 hours, promoted, quote, the harder they fall, end quote, and dipped. And honestly, I don't blame him. He promoted his, is that a new song? And then dipped. Okay. Pump and dump pumped his song and dumped his gram 49 gifts for couples who've been together so long that they've run out of gifts to get each other jesus christ i love sometimes okay i have a love hate with buzzfeed because sometimes it's so ridiculous but sometimes it's like that's why i go to it is for the ridiculous content but anyways last year i used to do buzzfeed quizzes during my show like I'd end the show with a quiz dude I'm gonna eat ice cream and I'm gonna find out right now what my most dominant personality trait is let's do it and let's end the show yeah I would end the show with these or I would um do an entire episode of BuzzFeed quizzes because it gives me topics to talk about like while I take a quiz I go on tangents if that makes sense because the questions on the quiz will spark an idea in my brain and then I'll talk about it and Okay, pick a classic, fl okay, this is the actual quiz. I just clicked it and I've been eating. Let me say this about 2021. This is the year of ice cream for me. Like I'm ingesting a pint a week on average, which my former self wouldn't touch ice cream for like a whole, like I would eat it like once a year. I would never buy myself ice cream. I was so like, oh my God, like unhealthy. I actually, okay, I would eat a lot of like fake ice cream, like Halo Top and I, w I would make like f healthy ice cream with like bananas anyways this year it's like a pint of ben and jerry's a week not just like one brand 
okay i got my other brands shout out jenny's shout out uh so delicious because i do eat a lot of dairy-free so delicious ice cream (laughs) it's like the honestly the new one i just had so delicious go to the freezer section in the grocery store so delicious it's so good it's like dairy-free with cashew milk and it's where is it i think it's new it's so good um okay the salted caramel cluster is like the classic i used to always get that one but um they have this new one that's like salted brownie where is it i'm gonna find it maybe it wasn't this brand salted brown it's like salted caramel brownie i think is the flavor it's it's so good. So go to the grocery store, go to So Delicious, go to the non-dairy section and get So Delicious. So Delicious. Uh, salted car- caramel brownie. But yeah, I've been eating a lot of ice cream this year, so this quiz is perfect. Eat at this ice cream buffet and we'll reveal your most dominant personality trait. I'm curious. What do you think my... Okay, wait, should I guess what my most dominant personality trait is before I do this quiz? What's a personality trait, first of all? Dude, I am... My my most dominant personality trait is... Sarcasm? No, it's not even a personality trait. What's my personality? I don't know what, dude. I don't know. Like, wait, 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 wait. Personality actually brain cells oh my god 638 primary personality traits i can't that's too many let's just get some ideas here active adventurous aggressive ambitious okay wait let me pick one really quick happy dude i think okay wait or fun wild warm unique sporty i have a lot but my most dominant as of now as of this season of my life I'm feeling elegant. <laughs> I just read that one on the list. I am feeling elegant and classy lately. Uh, feeling like a woman. Like a classic woman. Just, yeah. Um, I think, what's the other one here? Easy going. I think that's my vibe right now. My most dominant. I'm just easy going. Yeah. Uh, guys, I need to do the quiz and end the show. Holy shit. What is this a two-hour episode? I don't care. Pick a, pick a classic flavor. Vanilla, chocolate, mint chocolate chip, or strawberry. I'm going mint. If mint's an option, I'm taking it. Um, I grew up eating a lot of mint chocolate chip ice cream out of the dairy gold. It was the dairy gold. The, um, remember the box? Remember? Remember the boxes of ice cream you'd get at the grocery store? I want them to bring those back. I get the box of mint chocolate chip ice cream as a kid. That was my favorite. Pick another flavor. Coffee, pistachio, only if it's gelato, only if I'm in Italy. Cookies and cream or caramel. To pick another flavor. Bitch, I'm in Italy. I'm eating pistachio gelato. I'm doing pistachio. Pick a fruity flavor. Okay, whatever I pick is going to, it's going to, 
um, the quiz result is going to tell me my, my most dominant personality. So I got to keep that in mind. Um, mango, raspberry, lemon, coconut. I'm going, if I'm eating ice cream and it's fruity, I don't want it to be honest. <laughs> Unless it's strawberry. Coconut, raspberry, lemon. I love lemon. I don't know. That sounds good. Like if this ice cream was like lemon, if there's like lemon bars chopped up inside of it, I would, that would be, that would be so good. Okay. I'm picking lemon. Pick another flavor. Is this all I'm doing on the quiz? How many questions are there? Just like, okay, I'll, I'll do this quick. Uh, pick another flavor, cookie dough, bubble gum, peanut butter, or matcha. Fuck off. Okay. First of all, raise your hand if you know my opinion about matcha. If you don't know my opinion on matcha, it's so important that you guys know my opinions, right? Why am I even bringing this up? I just feel like, it, oh my God, just, you guys need to know that I fucking hate matcha. It tastes like horse hay. And I only know what horse hay tastes like because I've eaten it before because I used to have horses growing up. And I like, literally, I can smell hay just thinking about it. And that is exactly what matcha tastes like. <gasps> I'm picking cookie dough. Classic. Pick another flavor. Cotton candy, marshmallow, rum raisin, or rocky road. I recently had rocky road, and I used to kind of hate those marshmallows in it when I was a kid, but now I kind of like it. So I'm going, I'm going rocky road. Okay, pick some soft, soft serve. As a former Dairy Queen, pick some soft serve. As a former Dairy Queen employee, I worked there for like four months. Um, I got to go black and white. I got to, I got to go half and half. You got vanilla dipped in chocolate, black and white, vanilla or raspberry vanilla. That dip though is pretty good. It's kind of waxy. I used to dip the cones in the, the chocolate. Like I'd have a heart attack every time I turned it upside down. Cause I would think, Oh, it's going to fall. And it never did. And, uh, it would drip everywhere. It was messy. Dude, fast food restaurants, if you've ever worked in a fast food restaurant, they have a scent. And the scent behind the counter where you're making the food is a combination of, in my case, it was like ice cream machine and like dairy, like milking parlor. Because we literally had these bags of, I don't know if I can expose this about dairy cream. I'm sure it's like common knowledge. We had these bags of liquid ice cream that would go in these and they were giant bags you have, you'd have to like put them up they like went behind the wall behind the machines in a different room so it's kind of smelled like a milking parlor like a dairy farm mixed with like stainless steel appliances where you're like making that you're like blending up the blizzards but the most pungent smell that you that you constantly smelled or that I did working at a fast food restaurant was the scent of that rag that rag okay that damp rag you're constantly using all day long to wipe the counters down and wipe everything down like it mm. grateful for the experience made me who I am today it made me a hard worker it made me (laughs) a more empathetic person or made me more 
my heart goes out. If you're working at a fast food restaurant right now, my heart goes out. Um, I hope those rags don't smell as bad as the rags I used did. Cause <sighs> my last day at Dairy Queen, I had to, um, unclog the men's toilet. Uh, it was a big old shit and clean puke up. Oh yeah. That's how I went out. So I'll never forget that last day work. Um, hardest day, the hardest day on the job. Last day, last day of the job was the hardest day of the job. And you know, what's crazy or not crazy, but like my, my manager, it's like, you know, this is my last day. So of course you're going to make me do the hard, like, nah, I guess there's no one else to do it. Uh, pick an ice cream pop. I'm not a big fan of ice cream pops, but you know what? I got to go with the strawberry crunch here. This is like the strawberry shortcake one you get at the gas station. The other ones are kind of like bougie looking like they're, they're very, they're like too classy, like cherry vanilla, chocolate vanilla, which is, it's like striped. It's like a popsicle or a pineapple popsicle. No, I'm going strawberry crunch. Cause those are good. Okay. Those are real. I actually, those are good. I haven't had one in a, in a while. I feel like ice cream sandwiches and strawberry shortcake, uh, like classic ice, ice cream sandwiches and strawberry shortcake, um, ice cream bars are un most underrated ice cream. Pick a loaded scoop. You can load my scoop. Oreo chocolate, vanilla with dulce de leche. Dulce de leche. Dulce, du oh, fuck. Strawberries and cream or cookie crunch. Pick a loaded scoop. Dude, uh, Oreo chocolate, 100%. It's got like, the, the pictures are very juicy. Like there's a lot of sauce. The, 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 they're big ice cream scoops. There's a lot of toppings. They just look good and beefy and like when you want ice cream this is how this is how I want it personally like I don't like just a scoop of vanilla ice cream like I need a hundred things going on around it not always okay well like you know what I mean I need like a sauce I need a little drizzle of something okay pick a sauce for your speaking of sauce pick a sauce for your ice cream caramel sauce marshmallow sauce strawberry sauce or chocolate sauce I'm going ooh god I can't do, I don't know if I can pick between caramel and chocolate both caramel okay wait sometimes I say caramel some I just realized that sometimes I say caramel sometimes I say caramel 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 um caramel I'm going here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing uh I usually pick caramel sauce because my ice cream has chocolate in it already so it's already got that, like the chocolate's already covered in the ice cream. So then I want the caramel vibe as the, as the sauce, because that's like the missing component. So I'm going to go car caramel, caramel. Finally, last question. I'm going to end the show. Pick an ice cream topping. Oh my God. I'm so fat. Brownie chunks cookie. No, like I, I saw sprinkles and then I saw next to it brownie chunks and I'm like, duh, like not sprinkles. Like if brownie chunks are an option what you got to pick those marshmallows no or cookie dough I got to pick between brownie chunks or cookie dough <sighs> cookie dough is already in the ice cream. I'm going brownie chunks okay what is my most dominant personality trait here we go caring 
preparing. Eat at this ice cream buffet and we'll reveal your most dominant personality trait. Caring. Okay. The picture is literally a woman and her dog. You have a calming energy. Hold on. You have a calming energy and people and animals alike gravitate toward you. You're the type of person who goes out of the way to do good deeds and make a difference. You truly have one of the biggest hearts. Dude, me cleaning up, being a pick-me girl at the party. It all makes sense. I go out of my way to do good deeds and make a difference. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's true. I don't know. I feel like, okay, that's not my, I feel like that's not my most, well, okay, I am a cancer, not to bring up the zodiac, my zodiac sign, but the thing is I recognize about myself is that I have a natural inkling or like a natural, um, I have like a desire or it's like not, I don't even try. It just happens. Like I just want to nurture and take care of things and make sure people are okay. That's why I think I would have been a great nurse if I could go back in time or like a, some sort of like caretaker. <laughs> like, um, I just love taking care of people. I love hosting parties. I love making sure like everyone's having a good time. Everyone's happy and their bellies are full and everyone's enjoying themselves and I just like to create the vibe and 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 like set the t I like playing music for people I like I like making other people feel good about themselves okay isn't that what the is that a quote somewhere on Instagram like and is that isn't that like a Gary Vee quote or like a Tony Robbins a make make others feel good about themselves dude it's not how much you get it's how much you give your net worth is your network, okay? Um, I will say this, though. Okay, yes, I am caring. I feel like I'm a warm... I... <sighs> Should I get into this? I Am I... You know, something I've been kind of hard on myself... Okay. Jesus, this is going to go on for a while now. I can already feel it. I've been a little bit bitchy lately or like how do I say it jaded or I just don't f I feel like I've been a little more cold than I usually am And I think the reason for that, and let me unpack this really quick, because I, I mentioned earlier in my past, it's like I used to be bubbly and not bubbly, excuse me. I used to be um, a people, like a chronic people pleaser. And I just want, I would like, I was like really smiley and like, ah, you know, like, ah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Like I just said yes to everything and let people walk all over me. But I just, I did that just to, just to make people happy and keep the peace and, um, I wanted people to like me because I always felt like I didn't fit in or I was an outcast in the friend group and I was trying to get in the group and I was always on the outside, that type of thing. So the reason why I feel like I'm a little more cold and 
less bubbly and like I don't know if the word is friendly because I'm friendly it's like I'm now starting to say no like just in the last like year like I'm 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 actually using my voice to stand up for myself now I'm saying no to things that don't align with um my values or what I want or or I say no to things that are unhealthy for me and you know that aren't that don't serve me or my life like I'm taking care of myself by saying no now I'm taking care of my my um and it contributes the most obviously to my mental health because it's like before I would get stretched so thin saying yes to everything like being nice people just like like twirling around and then I I would exhaust myself for other people and then I felt empty and I didn't have a sense of self I didn't have a sense of who I was because I felt like I was doing things constantly for other people it's always about other it wasn't always it wasn't about me like what do I want okay so now that I'm doing that I I I don't know if I'm like distancing myself from people maybe it's make it's causing me to grow from people grow away from people or um yeah kind of like that because I'm not just gonna go like hang out and say yes to something that is that I don't want to go to like I don't do things I don't want to do and like sometimes in life not all the time sometimes there's you gotta suck it up you gotta go to the event you gotta show up to the party you gotta say hello to whatever you gotta go to the birthday party whatever it is even if you don't want to do it you gotta do it sometimes you just have to suck it up but (sighs) I don't do a lot of that anymore and I do things I'm trying to live a life I'm trying to what is the fucking phrase Brene Brown take your power back or stand in your power own your power but for me it's like a lot of saying no sharing my opinions which is is a very aggressive dominant masculine trait I know that I know that running my mouth on a podcast bitching about society bitching about like whatever's going on in my life just constantly like vomiting out opinions is a it's a, it almost, I feel like it's like a negative, it comes across probably negative, but it's kind of like a, it's just like, I guess, whatever, I'm like trying to just being real or I'm being real and I'm being raw and I'm being vocal because did I not have a say in the past? Did I not really have, was I... I already said it it's like I didn't have a sense of who I was so me so to to make up for that to make up for all those years in my teens like I remember this in high school and in college and then like my first like couple years here in San Diego to make up for all of that time where I was it's honestly a lack of self-love too and a lack of because I I feel like I was constantly wishing and wanting to be something I wasn't and being friends with people 
who I thought I would like versus people who I actually liked or like the cool like I always wanted to be friends with like the most popular people because I want to be associated with them because I wanted to be popular too like I had I was I had the wrong intentions I didn't love myself I was trying to change myself all all the things and so now (laughs) to make up for that I'm on my show talking out what I like, what I don't like. I'm just, I'm, I'm forming, I'm, I'm finding my identity. I'm finding who I am. And I, I, I guess my, oh, Jesus, this went on for a little bit too long past that quiz. But the purpose of me saying this is to forgive, not forgive myself, like be a little easier on myself about the fact that I'm like, here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you, if I was fully like, I don't care what other people think about me and I, whatever, if I was fully like that, I wouldn't even be in this, um, on this tangent right now, because here's the deal. I know that there's a piece of me post show, post posting my podcast that still judges that I'm like this like that I'm and I think it's like a like as if it as if it's a negative thing which is like ridiculous because I'm like dude I am who I am this is what like this is just me talking on a microphone unfiltered unedited stream of consciousness I shouldn't judge any part of myself like this is just who I am but I think sometimes I'm like I I'm hanging on. I still, a piece of me is like still hanging on to wanting to be something that I'm not, wanting to be that dainty little butterfly of a woman who's softer spoken and like cuter and like more feminine in her voice. And like part of me is like, Jacqueline, why why aren't you like that? Because to me, it's like that's, I guess I've idealized that. In my past, I idealized that type of woman who's not, um, like, assertive and strong-minded and strong-willed and, like, vocal. Like, I've idealized this literal Disney princess who's just, like, twirling around, like, whatever. And then, of course, yeah, social media. I'm exposed to, like, all kinds of people my age and I look around I'm like because you know you do as you do on this it's just like natural it's like you just happen to follow people and you look around you're just like like (laughs) what would that life be like where you're just like fucking frolicking and you're just being like I don't know you don't have a need to like shove your fucking opinions down people's throats on a microphone once a week and you're just like I don't know I guess I do struggle with comparison a little bit still too yeah I'm like a little bit hard on myself guys this is like go to therapy right Jacqueline go to your therapist get off the microphone yeah 
Does that make any sense? You know what it might be though? What I'm comparing myself to or like what I'm seeing and I'm like, why can't I just be like that? Is who I was. Okay, this is a weird loop. It's like who I was in the past. Where I was trying to like, I was into Do I was like into I don't know what I'm saying guys like looking good for other people or like trying to please other people everyone's on their own journey I need just I need to get get the fuck off the show right <laughs> I need it end the show um why did I get on this again oh I'm like making up for my younger years where I was just really insecure and I was a people pleaser and I was wishing I was something I wasn't and I idealized or I yeah like wanted to hang around certain types of people that I thought I thought were cool and blah blah and the truth of the matter is every time every fucking time excuse me Every time I've hung out with the quote unquote popular crowd or I like I'm in this outside position and this could be in high school, this could be in college, it could be post-college, like going to parties here in San Diego, whatever it is. Like since I've been here now, what, three years, I've like experienced some shit. It's like every time I get into that, I get from the position of like, oh, I'm kind of on the outside. I don't really know anyone or, or I do know people and, um, I have an in to get to get into the group or to get into the yeah like the friend circle I'm always disappointed it's always a letdown it's like it's never what I thought it was gonna be and then I realize like I actually enjoy like I'd rather just hang out with myself or my like two best friends over this quote-unquote popular crowd because it's just a lot of like because I don't fucking like normally it's like you you're on the outside for a reason bitch like you don't actually fit in with those people there's a reason for that stop trying to like fit in I'm really talking hard I'm like coaching myself right now it's like Jacqueline you're on the outside or you don't naturally click with those people because you don't naturally click with those that's not your group that's not your crowd I think an issue or something and I was just talking to um earlier today on on a meeting I was just talking to someone about this I was like my next phase my next journey in life is finding those people finding my people I feel like I've I've chased the wrong people for so long it's like not nothing lasted because those weren't my people I was trying to be like them I was trying to like be cool but whatever I thought was cool and I just want to be around people that are that flow and fit naturally and with with who I am and it's not like I'm forcing it that's how it felt in the, when I was younger it just always felt like I was like forcing friendships forcing like in, in high school especially like I always want to go to the dances with the most popular group and I usually ended up I usually figured out a way to do it like I usually 
found out a way to do it but it never felt like I was actually friends with any of those people it was just like oh I got invited by or I got asked to a dance by like one of the guys that I don't know like it was just (sighs) so dumb so yeah okay cool episode 298 that was a journey um we went through Halloween um when I faked I, I, I was like I can't fake having fun okay we talked about that we talked about let me go on my list we talked about Fiesta Island we talked about the invasion show we talked about Alec Baldwin we talked about Shiba Inu the metaverse Facebook I baked cookies I read some Africa Af- Africa Africa Brook um quotes and I did a BuzzFeed quiz I found out my most dominant personality trait apparently is that I'm caring based on the ice cream I chose on the quiz and then I wrapped it up by saying like yo girl be yourself and the people that are meant for you will find you or <laughs> whatever the quotes are it's like maybe everyone could sense that like I wasn't being myself I was being fake or pretending or I think people can sense that it's rooted in insecurity though and you know what my mom called me out on it last year she goes you know what I think it is Jacqueline I think it's she's just like bold and straight up with me she's like I think you're just really insecure and that was fucking true that was so true like you remove insecurity you add self-love and self-acceptance and you get Jacqueline today like that is me now I have a little everybody has their insecurity still right but like I was literally insecure about the things that made me who I am for so long and look where it left me like I feel like I have to now I'm like rebuilding refining my like I have to it's like a little journey I'm on I've been on you know I'm already there it's like bitch I've arrived like I'm ready to now apply like move forward march forward with my life with this evolved better version of myself um because that's all I want to do I just want to get better every day and I don't want to repeat the same patterns the same bs that I had issues with a year ago or two years ago that's my whole life I'm on a mission in life to just spend time and work on myself and grow from my past and my negative behaviors and patterns and things that don't serve me so (sighs) just a lot of insecurity I'll say that my 20s has it just doesn't I wish it's like I wish I could have snapped out of it when I was like fucking 18 so I could have enjoyed college a little more you know what I mean it's like ugh Jacqueline you overthink everything it's not that serious it's not that deep just like go have fun just go fucking dancing at the club like like just have fun like normal people yeah try having my fucking brain like it's I think I'm just highly observant and analytical and it's like 
I'll say this though. I'm just going to um, make sense of what just happened on the end of the show here for like the last 15, 20 minutes. Um, I can sum everything up by saying that this is clearly something that has been buried or like on my mind and I just dumped it out I addressed it and that's it like it's not like it's not like oh my god it's not that serious like it's just like whatever I don't know that my show I'm keeping it so happy week uh, what day is it it's Thursday I should have recorded on Sunday didn't do it um I put out a podcast every Sunday uh for the most part I podcast once a week now and yeah if you haven't already please subscribe hit the subscribe button on or follow button now I think it is on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and yeah you know I'll plug Patreon again if you want to show some support for the show you can head over to patreon.com slash tjms and uh yeah go check it out um hope you had a great week I hope you're having a great week hope you had a great hope you had a fun Halloween um and March 1st 2020 was one year eight months and three days ago okay I'm gonna end the show with that have a great day hit that subscribe button follow me on Instagram at Jacqueline Monroe and I will talk to you next week okay bye